members of the OG army get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Well, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of the other ground live. I'm Passive J. That's actually Big Dalton over there. Holy shit. What's up, motherfucker? Ladies and gentlemen, it is August the 22nd. It is a Saturday, and I am a big fucking dummy. How's it going, Jay? <laughs> well, that's now not how I expected to start the show. Uh, but, so I imagine this is going to be an interesting story. Uh, I see the OG Army's forming up in the chat box. Always glad to have you guys along for the ride. So tell us more, Ryan. Well, I mean, it's not going to be that interesting of a story, but I'm getting way too old for being up super fucking late. So those that don't know, Thursday for work, I ended up being on a call until about, oh, nine o'clock at night because something broke that was put in on Sunday, which ended up requiring me to be up until almost three in the goddamn morning only to get back on a call at about 7 a.m., so I was running on virtually no sleep yesterday. And with that said, pretty much had calls all the way until about 3 or 3.30 in the afternoon. And oh, about noon, I made the decision I cannot sit in this goddamn office anymore. So I uh, grabbed the office laptop, grabbed a headset, went downstairs, kind of posted up nicely on the couch. And thinking ahead, I decided, hey, I'm going to set an alarm for about 5.45 in case, you know, for some reason I do doze off. Either way, about 4 o'clock, I must have dozed off. And, oh, I, I don't know what time it was because, you know, I was passed out completely. But where this couch is right next to me is a sliding glass door that goes to the deck and the way that the townhomes that I live in are kind of situated, you kind of, everybody has their own like kind of deck in a section of like a backyard that's not all individually fenced in. Like there are fences between you. So like, you know, you kind of have privacy on your deck that extends out a good like 35, 40 feet or so. Right. Well, one of the neighbors were walking their dogs by and with me sleeping, my dog decided, hey, I need to protect this house. So all of a sudden he starts barking, making a beeline for that door. Apparently he was sleeping pretty much right next to me on that couch. So he goes to plant and jump and kind of fly off the couch. He plants right off my nuts. So I wake up to a dog barking, my nuts hurting. And in that jolt, I kick forward, kick my coffee table, knock it over, spill a bunch of shit. But regardless, I get up, I'm dancing around like a fucking moron because I think I stubbed my big toe only to think, Hey, I must've woken up before the alarm. Go and check the phone. You know, there's this thing, Jay, I don't know if you've heard about it. There's an AM and there's a PM. <laughs> I set a goddamn alarm for 5.45 a.m. It was about 8.40 at night. <laughs> so you know what I started doing? I started drinking. <laughs> that seems to be a solution a, to the problem, right? I had, yeah, I had a bunch of Vizzies in the fucking fridge. I had a little bit of whiskey left. Pretty much went through all that, watched Bellator, finally went to sleep, woke up this morning at about 10 a.m. Feeling much better, still walking like half a moron because I did stub the hell out of my toe on that fucking coffee table. Oh, my. 
But goddamn, that was my Friday. How are you doing, Jay? <laughs> Much better than that, I must say. Uh, on the personal side, everything's going pretty good. Uh, my uh, IBS has been somewhere between a zero and a two. It's about a two today, but uh, so which is goddamn fucking awesome. So, since all you guys know, I normally waver between a four and an eight. So a uh, great day, easy day at work, nothing going on at all. I have nothing to complain about, sir. Um, it's things that you should know since you've been back, uh, since you're back, actually. Uh, we are having some actual guests on. I, I don't know how much you've read about that on the forum when I posted about it. Yeah, I heard that we, we are getting President Trump on election night. Wait yeah, go, that's, that's, entirely, that's entirely possible. Um, but no, that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, next Wednesday, we're going to have author and adult film store, star uh, Tyler Knight on. He's going to join us to talk about his new book, uh, the porn industry, and probably other things like video games and such. Um we're so also does having, he know, like, did mm-hmm. you actually brief him that he will have only the third largest hog on the show? <laughs> no, I think he should find that out organically over the course of the show. I th- it'll be uh, more fun for the, the uh, listeners, I think. Fair enough. Keep going, Jay. Well, and, and also coming up on September 1st, I don't know what day it is. I'd have to take a look. Uh, we are getting Severin's mustache on. Uh, he Just, just is, his mustache or the entire just, person? Just his mustache, apparently. Um, he is a old school uh, OGer that many people have requested to have him on, so we could learn more about him. Uh, he he's actually old school enough that I was not around for most of his posts that made him famous. So I don't know much about the guy at all. So it'll be interesting finding out. But the OG wanted us to interview him, so we're going to do so. Um, down the road, there's I, even may other things that may or may not happen. I hope the OG has oh, questions it? for Severin's mustache because I also don't remember much. Like, yes, the name's super familiar, but my recall of posts right. on I know the OG I kn- is is dog shit. Right, right. Well, the things I know about him is that he has a really fancy door that he posted on the OG at one point, although I've never actually seen that thread. Uh, that apparently he's fairly well off. Um, and at one point he had a restaurant that he had to close because the OG fucked with it too much. So uh, that's... Uh, about all I'll know about the guy, and I'm sure we'll find out quite a bit more. And Sly says he'll help uh, us guys out. Yeah, Sly's about as old school as you get on the OG, so he probably knows a lot more about him than we do. Yes, Sly is the all-knowing when it comes to the OG. <laughs> Very true. Well, sir, do you got any topics for us tonight? Uh, I think we have a few things. Um, and number one, I, I think we have to quickly, because I think the you know card starts in like an hour, Probably update folks that anybody that are doing picks, you need to go in there just in case you haven't. I had to go in this morning because two of the fights were changed or scrapped. So that's kind of kind of a thing. And then also, yeah. uh, just today here, the OSP versus Alonzo Menafield or whatever his name was, that fight was also canceled. So the uh, card no longer has a co-main event. Oh my! <laughs> They're not even going to name a new co-main. OSP came down with the uh, COVID. Yeah, yeah, I guess he's had it before, so there's some controversy about it, whether or not that, that needs to be done. Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but there's people saying that, you know, he just had a, a uh, uh, like an after effect, a, a load of virus in him that was not high enough concentration to get anybody uh, else sick. Uh, and, and that since he was no not having any problems with it himself, they should have went ahead and let him fight. Obviously, that's not what happened, and I don't even know if that's true or not, but that's one of the things I've seen uh, thrown around the Internet today. Yeah, I'm not a doctor, but no, actually, I have no opinion on this. 
<laughs> Fair enough. All right. What else you got today then? Um, other than that, let's just get the MMA stuff out of the way. Did you watch uh, or at least catch any of Bellator from last night? Oh, the only thing I saw was uh, Ryan Bader loses belt in a spectacular fashion. Yeah, so Bader got absolutely fucking mowed down by Vadim Nemkov. Uh, he's actually from Fedor's fight team. Oh, my. That kid looked fucking impressive. He took yeah, yeah. Bader pretty much that entire fight. I think it was what the second round. Yeah, it was the second round. Caught him with a head kick and then just beat the shit out of him. But yeah, that, that kid is fucking impressive. Um, yeah. Also, earlier on in the night, Roy Nelson fought. Oh, Jesus. And God damn Roy Nelson looks fucking terrible like he never looked good right like Roy Nelson has always been a sloppy looking motherfucker right generally he weighed in somewhere between like 230 240 somewhere in there Mm -hmm. he weighed in for that fight last night at 264.9 pounds yeah which remember we had this conversation that meant he had to fucking cut weight to get (laughs) which is fucking terrible but looking at this dude, his yo, know, he always had a gut. Yeah. But at this point, like all of that extra fat, like it was literally hanging over his shorts. Oh, Jesus. Like it was fun. And he looked terrible. He was completely gassed out within like 90 seconds. I think that guy probably just needs to hang him up. He lost to, uh, I think, another member of uh, Fedor's fight. Like this, I think this was Bellator, Fedor's fight team versus the world. Uh, <laughs> Valentin Moldovsky. Just took it to him, just beat the living shit out of him, too. But oh, yeah, man. Just, I've never seen a fighter look worse than that outside of, like, Emmanuel Yarbrough. Oh, yeah, yeah, which was a fucking joke. <laughs> but uh, at least that was, like, UFC won, and, you know, he was kind of a gimmick anyway. Like, right, Roy Nelson's right. supposed to be a top kind of flight fighter. Yeah. And God damn, that was just... Ugh, that was terrible. Yeah, it's, it's funny. The thing with Bader is, you know, he had a middling career in the UFC, uh, goes to Bellator and you know, ends up being one of their biggest stars, you know, uh, and and I guess, you know, I get maybe it went to his head. Maybe he forgot that, you know, that he wasn't the top dog because I think uh, Coker was making comments about them having the best light heavyweight division now that John Jones has left. And, uh, you know, I think Bader got reminded there's a reason why he's not in the UFC right now. Well, no, you have to give it to Bader. He did have a pretty good fucking run before he left the UFC. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, he, I don't, I'm not saying he's bad at all, but he was never, like, going to win the title. Good. Yeah, but he was coming off, you know, six out of seven in the UFC. Then went into Bellator, and yeah, just pretty much dominated. Hey, I mean, even with that loss, though, he still has the heavyweight title. Oh, was that for light heavyweight? That's right, I guess yes. so, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. Well, good for him. So at least he has got that going for him. <laughs> Although it wouldn't hey, surprise they, they me if he didn't lose that. They can still probably say fight. that they might have the best light heavyweight in the world. Like that Vadim motherfucker. Like that is a bad dude. I wonder how long he's going to stick with uh, Bellator. The really, really good ones don't seem to last all that long. Well, I wonder. So, like, you know, with it's, him it's being, like a run, run in Bellator and then move over to UFC. It is usually, but thinking about it, like it seems like Bellator has pretty much all of Fedor's fighters. So, like, is there something to be said for that, that they just end up kind of staying there? Yeah, this is a good possibility. Uh, like, money never seemed to be that those people's uh, main objective. While they wanted money, obviously, if it was just a money thing, Fedor would have been in the UFC at one point. 
Um, so if they, if his entire fight team has that kind of attitude, I can see him all staying over at Bellator. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see how that kind of shakes out. It also was kind of fun watching their fight. So they, uh, they, they're doing a similar thing. You know, how UFC has the apex. They kind of set up a small like arena within the Mohegan Sun. It actually, looked pretty good as far as like the presentation and everything. So, so good job, Bellator. But other than that, uh, looking through the chat and looking, uh, I'm assuming that's Homelander because that has to be Homelander talking about the UFC and their light heavyweight division. Talking about, you know, Bones, Glover, and Rumble being the top of the food chain. Come on, brother. You're, you're forgetting about the ageless wonder Shogun Hua, you know, who just fought, you know, like a month ago. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I like like uh, Homelander was pointing out, like, I probably disparaged Bader a little bit more than I should have. Uh, but there, as far as like as far as I'm concerned, UFC fighters have pretty much always been on, an, on another level, excuse me, another level compared to any of the other organizations. The only time where that might not have been true was certain points in pride. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can see that. You can see some of those guys that did come across that did do pretty well. Um, hey, if you're talking Bellator, right, you have Eddie Alvarez that came across, won a title. Um, uh, trying to think of anybody else that may have went on a run and, and won anything. But yeah, for the most part, UFC is going to have your your biggest talent. Right. And the only time they don't, it's, it's certain situations like uh, I'm sure maybe over on some of the um, east side, I don't know, like the, the Asian MMA organizations and, and in that area, they might have some people that are really, really be- good and possibly even much better uh, than UFC fighters, but they have no interest in fighting over here. You know, their organization is more to their liking. So, so that's those I could see, but Bellatar, which is basically the UFC light, um, so, you know, operates in the same areas and all that good stuff, uh, doesn't really have much to offer to someone that the UFC really wants. Well, it'd be interesting in some of it, right? Like we're talking about, uh, Vadim there, like if, if Pico ends up kind of, you know, molding into a top flight fighter, like that's going to be a, a pretty goddamn good one. They have Ed Ruth. Um, the guy that actually beat Ed Ruth was on the fucking prelims for Bellator, which was stupid. But he actually, <laughs> he absolutely steamrolled the guy too. But Ed Ruth, another big prospect. Like, it's going to be interesting seeing how Bellator brings in some of these big prospects and if they can keep them. Because, they, I mean, they have some good young talent over there. Right, right, exactly. It's, uh, I guess it really depends on if Bellator is going to grow fast enough to offer them uh, competitive contracts or not. Yeah, well, I mean, they should have plenty of money sitting around, you know, since they didn't give that multi-million dollar deal that, that Bare Knuckle did to Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, uh, I agree. You know, it, it pisses me off because they keep, I keep on seeing articles where they're like, uh, Paige Van Zandt's uh, contract explained, and they don't really explain anything. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see what the actual breakdown, multi-million means at least two million, I would assume. Uh, oh, and I do know it's a four fight contract. Does that mean she's getting paid $500,000 a fight? Highly unlikely. She, there's right. pro- they're probably doing some sort of ridiculous math based on like, oh, they're also going to give her a portion of buy rates, but who knows what actually bare knuckle can sell. Right. If they sell a million pay-per-views. Yeah. Maybe she makes a million dollars, but they're going to sell like 40,000. So Yeah. 
he's going to make about twenty or forty thousand. Um, yeah, like well, that's the thing. Like unless you actually show the goddamn contract or what it's going to be per fight, like all we can do is assume that like those numbers are completely fake. It's like with any other athlete contract you hear. So like the big news, uh, you know, a couple uh, like a month ago was Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. He signed a 10-year, $500 million deal. When in reality, it's like a it's like a five-year deal, five- or six-year deal that's worth about half of that before the team could start like cutting him and shit like that. Right, right, because it's not guaranteed or anything like that. Right. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, her. I also read in the article that she's going to be doing other stuff like commentating and, and like, specials for him and this that and the other so i don't know if that stuff stuff is extra or included in her multi-million dollar contract because i can see that uh um, making a pretty big difference you know i assume that they're like if she's going to do announcing or any of that kind of shit for them um or pro- to me i'm gonna guess it's probably more like pre-recorded tape things or like behind the scenes or their version of embedded or whatever they're going to but they're going to use her as face talent and that in that case, I totally can see it being a multi-million dollar contract over, you know, however many years because she's getting paid for that in addition. And those jobs normally pay at least fairly well. Uh, well, yeah, we'll just have to see all how all that kind of bears out. I don't right. exactly see her as being like a, a lead, you know, color analyst. She right. might be the Megan Olivi of bare knuckle boxing, which if that's a thing, hey, that's a thing. Right, right, and who who knows? It, like, it, it's when you add all these little things together, it might actually end up being a multi multi million dollar contract. You know, like her. I, th- I think it's still one of those things that there are just a bunch of like you know incentives in there and revenue share and a, a bunch right. of crazy shit that they try to you know somehow make it sound like it's multi million dollars. Like she's just hey. Good for her if she somehow got a real multi-million dollar deal from them because that shows how fucking terrible they are at business. <laughs> like I'm not going to disparage somebody getting as much money as possible from a sucker. But like I'm just assuming they have some sort of business acumen. Right, right. So that's how I kind of felt about Joe Rogan getting paid a $100 million to move his podcast. <laughs> it's like, really? That, really? That's, that's really a good business move for Spotify? Okay. <laughs> I think it probably is though. Like every single episode he puts out is getting millions of views on YouTube, millions of listens on, you know, iTunes, everywhere else. Like that show prints money. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. What they can charge for the advertising on that show is obviously where Spotify is hoping to uh, make their money. Right. And just to get more and more people on their platform, because like, Spotify makes pretty pretty good money uh, by itself for them trying to ramp up their like podcast portion of it. Like, how do you do better than getting the number one podcast like in the world? Yeah, yeah, uh, and, and you're most likely right. Obviously, uh, it's one of those things where all the little bits added together make it a worthwhile endeavor. Because um, fuck, they have no control over the show at all, and they don't own the actual content. Uh, content it's just they paid a hundred million dollars to have it streamed exclusively streamed through their service right yeah so that's it's interesting i i don't think i can compare you know page van zant to joe rogan in any world <laughs> but uh sure yeah that's that's just a that is absolutely a thing yes it is sir all right what do you got next 
Um, so, you know how like a lot of gas stations sell a lot of crazy things? Yes. Apparently, you can buy anything in Kentucky. Oh, this sounds interesting. Tell me more. Yeah, it's more sad than interesting. There was a goddamn meth head that uh, showed up to a gas station in Kentucky that was trying to sell an African-American child for $2,500. Oh, oh, yeah, I saw that shit. Jesus. <laughs> that's, uh... Uh, people today, for one thing, that's way too little for. Uh, <laughs> that, that was the first uh, is sign that something was off. Um, but yeah, people well, are still saying the other direction. Oh, it's way overpriced, huh? <laughs> I, I will admit, I do not know how much a small child costs. I've never uh, really shopped for one. Uh, but yeah, Jesus Christ, what a fucking scumbag, dude, right? Well, I mean, I guess the only silver lining there is at least like the child wasn't kidnapped. It was yeah. the meth head girlfriend's kid. Yeah. That's technically I mean, kidnapped, I think. Well, I mean, is it? They're they're together. It's their kid or whatever. Well, I guess technically it's her kid. They're just together. Right, I'm sure right. it was probably her dumbass idea. Either oh, way, yeah, they're yeah. both in jail. That kid's out of that environment. So, I, win-win, I guess, maybe? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because obviously they, they should be, shouldn't have kids if that conversation ever happened. Yeah, fuck. Um, oh, and a completely different note, uh, uh, seeing slide post, uh, made me uh, rem remember it. My wife got a second job. So the one thing that the OG could never get you to do, your wife did on her own. How does that yeah. feel? Uh, it hurts. <laughs> I, I told her she doesn't have to do it. We'll figure something out. But yeah, you know, she, she knows we've been worried about money. And, and, and honestly, she thinks she says she's bored at home on her days off. She goes, yeah, she goes, I like the idea of, a. a a day off, but really all I do is sit around watching TV being bored. Uh, so, so how she, much of an indictment I, of, I said it, I, So how much of an indictment on you is this? What, even that on she's your bored? days off, like, she, oh, fuck, she, I'm bored yeah, too. she needs to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we're mostly sit-arounds. It's, it's by her own choice. I, but uh, she, she thinks it'll be fun. Uh, I, she, my wife is a weird person. But the reason I bring it up is because when I saw Sly Dog, it reminded me because she got a job at a shawarma place. She now works. She now works at crazy shawarma. <laughs> like she's uh, going to work like as a cashier or some shit like that. Basically one or two days a week. So on her days off, so, some, but not all of them. So, you know, which is cool. If she wants to do that, that's fine. I am kind of bummed out because I'm pretty sure if my IBS, I can't eat any of that shit. And uh, that would be a fun, ex fun experience otherwise. You know, because I've told you before, I like trying different foods, but I don't like going to a, a foreign restaurant and ordering something because if I don't like it, it, then I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> so having her work someplace where she can take various shit home, uh, I would normally be looking forward to this quite a bit. Well, I mean, you could still like on an off day, maybe try it. Yeah, see yeah. If maybe it puts you like at a four, which is probably still like a manageable, but kind of sucky experience. Right, 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 right. So I think the real question here, Jay. So when we talk to Tyler on the podcast, are you going to try to get yourself a second job as a fluffer? <laughs> no, no, I don't do not think so. Although OG's asking it quite a bit, so I'm gonna I'm going to ask him uh, how to get a pouring career in general. I'm not going to use it for myself, but if it be, I'd be interested for just for informational purposes. Uh, that's one of the questions I'm going to ask him is how he got started. 
Uh, he does have an ask me anything on the uh, other ground, but I'm trying not to pay too much attention to that because I don't want to know until I interview him. I'm assuming his, his start to the business was something along the lines of, well, I was fucking. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. Uh, so we're going to, yep. So we're going to have him on, uh, I saw someone asking in a chat box. We're going to have him on, uh, next Wednesday. Uh, so this Wednesday coming up actually. So three or four days from now. Um, the interest one I'm going to find be really interested in is if Sly can pull it off is, uh, he says he can get uh, Cheech Marin on the uh, show for us. Apparently he's friends with him. If we do, we're really going to need you to work on the ability to say his name correctly. Yeah, I'll probably have to look on the... Uh, uh, I was just taking a stab at the last name. I don't know I don't know what it actually is. Worst comes to worst, you can just have me give the introduction to these people, because I think I could probably do a, a slightly you know, more more manageable job of that, and not necessarily offend them right off the bat. Right, well, let me look up... Let me look, uh, maybe I can do it. Like, hold on a second. Like, see it, you know, I can probably be able to pull it off. Well, and we need you to yeah. do like an entire intro, not just like, hey, today we're joined by Cheech Marin. How are you doing, Cheech? Right, right. No, I, you know, today, we'll, we're, today we were joined by a legend. Uh, you may know him from his various movies, uh, such as Up in Smoke and whatever. I'll look up a couple other ones. Or possibly you know him from TV, from the popular show Nash Bridges. However, today he's slumming it with us here at uh, the Other Ground Live. It's Cheech Marin. Yeah, Something that like sounds that. way too generic, Jay. <laughs> well, you want me to do it like the fucking Ultimate Warrior or something, or their Macho Man? I mean, you got to go Ooh, yeah, a little bit more the, over the top. <laughs> what? what was that? I mean, you you got to make it a little bit more entertaining. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you the words. I mean, I'll I'll flavor it up a little bit, or possibly you can do it, and I'll just do the on the normal interview part. Oh, yeah, second. I think you're much better at like the very laid back, subdued, like I'm a serious journalist type of thing. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Hello, caller. What can we do for you today? You rang, eh? This cheat. Hey. Like I told you to call in, eh? Oh, wow. Well, hello there, sir. How are you doing today? Um, it's, hey, it's hot over here in LA, you know? Pretty hot. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard there's lots of fires and such. Yeah, man. I'm using the fire to, uh, to light my marijuana, you know? <laughs> <laughs> is it so you're for originally i got a big fucking joint you know wow yeah that, that... just put it in the wildfire and boom light it up wow that's that's amazing you don't like bob marley on the cover of uh, that one reggae album oh yeah you're not afraid of burning yourself or anything like that Shit. i'm in a, i'm a professional i've been doing this since 1971 eh? you know what i'm saying yeah. Yes, that's very true. That's very true. Uh, I learned I learned many of my first uh, things about pot from you, sir. Oh yeah, sorry about that. Eh? <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, you, uh, I, you know, my dad was a LAPD. You know that, right? No, I did not know that. Yeah, I I was rebellious. You know, I wanted to do the opposite of what my dad did. Right, so, right. What better way? To rebel from my dad and to smoke every fucking marijuana leaf known to man in Los Angeles. <laughs> well, I do have to thank you because I've had a long mar career of marijuana and I've enjoyed every minute of it. So uh, oh, it brings a lot of joy to my life. Successful. 
Yeah, and probably far less successful, did but you, I won't blame you for that part. Did you buy one of them uh, bongs from Chong? Remember when he no. went to prison for that? <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> you know what? Actually, he retrospectively he thought it was funny too. I saw him do a, uh, a bit on it on standup where he was talking about that. Yeah, that was crazy. They totally targeted him and put him in jail for fucking nothing, man. They had he had his yeah, rights man, he went in there. He, he was like an American me, eh? Yeah. They're telling, they telling you're gonna come out of your cell. You got a lot of heart, carnal. Like they did to Santana, remember? Yeah. <laughs> but unlike Santana, they didn't stab him up, eh? You know. Yeah, they left him alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good because he's. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna you sing a little song. Eh? Oh, Mexican sure, American, go to night school, take Spanish, and get a B. Remember that shit? Eh? <laughs> yeah, I remember the entire "Born in East LA" song as well. You were great. You had a great uh, musical career going. I don't, I don't belong know why here in downtown TJ. I wish I was back in east l.a exactly exactly i love that song you should oh, you, yeah. you know i was always waiting for the follow-up album and it never happened bruce Springsteen ripped that off from me i had that first you know what i'm saying you know, that was a long time ago but i think you're right yeah i, I think i remember that uh, trying to remember <laughs> i mean that was a long time ago you're not gonna remember who did it first you know it was the nah. 80s it, it doesn't really matter. You know, there, there was so much cocaine in the 80s, it could have been anybody. Fly guy, you owe me $500 now, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I, I think Bruce Springsteen owes you $500 for, you know, like the copyright shit. No, for calling in, eh? I gotta go, Exactly, but, the appearance uh, fee, you know, Oh, yeah, okay. Exactly, uh, homie. Checks, checks in the mail, sir. Yeah, checks in the mail, sir. Right, because you know what? Hey, you're not you're not gonna believe this, eh? You know what my favorite movie I did was, home? What was that? It's gotta be the Lion King. No, the Corsican Brothers. The, the, the what? <laughs> the Corsican Brothers. Oh, we that, like, yeah, 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 that yeah, one yeah. Was crazy. Yeah, that one was uh, funny. Eh? Why was it your favorite? You know, because I go, oh, Reina. I'm so happy to know you. I said that. I, I said that to Aruka, you know, in the fucking movie. It's funny. Oh, I like that line. I like that line. <laughs> I Irene, I'm so happy to know you because I was pretending to be gay, a gay hairdresser eh? in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was high. Yeah, that was that way. That was a great movie. That's one of my favorites as well. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. See you guys later. All right. Thanks for calling in, boss. Uh, uh, I'll get hold of you later with that check. $500, not pesos, or ice like that, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a great day, Cheech. We love you. Uh, you guys, too. <laughs> well, that was wonderful. I uh, hope Cheech calls Dude, have you ever thought about time. it? I don't know why, and I don't know why this never popped in my head when we were watching fights, but... Just in in listening listening to them speak, do you think that Max Holloway is the bastard child of Cheech? You know, that that's that's not the most crazy thing I've ever heard. I'm sure Cheech uh, probably vacationed in Hawaii all the time, being a rich, famous person. Yeah, you know? like their ability yeah. to end a sentence in a like <laughs> is is uncanny. It is. It's, it is. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> well. 
I enjoyed that quite a bit, but I guess we need to move on to more serious things. Give us a serious topic there, uh, Dalton. You want a serious topic? How about how fucking ridiculous politicians are? Oh, I don't like doing politics. Hopefully this will be fun. What's going on? <laughs> uh, again, it's not really fun, but there's this... I did, I did ask uh, for serious, yeah. There, there's a senator in Arizona that's trying to do some fundraising and mm-hmm. is complaining about not getting enough money from fundraising. Mm-hmm. And put out this statement. I don't know if it was like a question that came up or whatever it was, but the gist of it is the senator thinks that you should go ahead and just skip a meal and send her the money that you would have spent on food to help her campaign. Her campaign. Oh, well. Yeah, so political is- contributions is more important than eating. Well. Obviously um, not for her, but for all the regular people. Right, right, right. I'm sure she's skipping lunch every day and donating it to her campaign fund, right? Yeah, highly doubt it. And it's also, yeah, just the ego in that to think that other people should go without food so they can give you money to run to be a goddamn politician. Yeah, you know, um, that that is so fucking tone deaf that I can't believe that she didn't run that by someone first. You know, there aren't these politicians at this point or you know, at the point where they practice their speeches and shit. And uh, I, well, I guess you said this is in response to a question, so it's kind of off the cuff. Uh, but uh, you would it, think it was, yeah, it was part of uh, it's an auto recording of like some rally or something. But like the exact quote, "We're doing our part to catch up," you know, to get our message out, but it takes resources. So anyone can give. I'm not ashamed to ask for you to invest. If you can give a dollar, five dollars, if you can fast a meal and give what that would be. And then I was kind of the end of the quote. (laughs) I'm amazed that someone could do something like that off the cuff and still have a political career. Cause that, that can't be the first time she's said something fucking stupid before. I'm sure she's probably said a lot of dumb shit. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's one to watch if people are into politics. <laughs> uh, yeah, the U.S. Senate rate between Senate race between Martha McSally and Mark Kelly in Arizona. Hmm. Well, okay, I'm gonna scratch Arizona off the list of places I want to retire to. <laughs> Although I actually heard heard it's pretty nice. I have a Facebook friend that's there. It's really fucking hot, obviously. But other, other than that, it seems like a cool place to live. Yeah, too many old people in golf carts. (laughs) Well, you know, that's the thing about retiring. You normally do it when you're old. So, um, obviously, it wouldn't bother me if I was also old. I'd probably want to congregate with the other old people. And we can complain about people getting on our lawns. Well, you know, I guess that does kind of make sense. I mean, you already vacation like an old person. Yeah. (laughs) That's not true at all. I just like going to a spot and then being around that spot. I don't, well, I'm not interested in a lot of traveling around once I get to a, uh, get to my vacation. Well, and you're the same way. You've told me you, you prefer inclusive resort resorts for most of your vacations. Absolutely. Goddamn lootly, but I'm also not coming back a day sooner just to see the dogs and sleep in my own bed. <laughs> we were done for today. We were literally going to go to bed, get up, get in the car and drive away. And, and, and since it was a, only a two hour trip, we were like, why don't we just go home now? You know, our beds are more comfortable and we miss our dogs. You know, why, why sleep in the room? There's, there's really no point to it. I thought it was actually kind of smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you're definitely showing your age there, Jay. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, and you're right. Cause if we were younger, we would probably try to do some of the outdoor stuff and that stuff takes up a lot of time. So I imagine, you know, we could have filled most of Tuesday doing that and then go home at the end of that. But not that not being the case, we'd spent like a day and a half, uh, almost two days lounging in the room and walking around the, you know, the beaches and parks and stuff and walking to the restaurants. And we were pretty much uh, done with Fort Austin at that point. Well, speaking of walking and being active, there is a thread on the OG that requires your attention, Jay. What is that? And I will give all credit to Forrest Spliffin on this one. He has created the poll. Who would win in a, in a decathlon, you or me? I don't know what events are in a decathlon offhand, so it'd be a hard one for me to answer. <laughs> Let's go ahead and pull them up right now. Okay. It, it's interesting that you think you even have a chance, even you know without knowing. <laughs> so apparently, it is a two-day event. Day one is the 100-meter dash, the long jump, the uh -huh. shot put, the uh -huh. high jump, and the 400 meters. Okay, well, um, despite what you guys have seen for my running video, you have to remember that's also on uh, like fairly hilly, soft ground. That's one of the reasons why I was running like that, because I was afraid I was going to break my ankle if I, did, if I really ran it all out. So I'm not as quite as slow as it looks like on that video, because that's mostly a fast jog, uh, because my yard is very fucking large and I didn't want to be huffing and puffing when I got back from running to the end that of the That was pack. a fast jog? Yeah, um, a jog jog. I mean, like I said, I was trying, I was I certainly wasn't running, actually running. That said, I'm not a great runner. I don't know. Uh, I got a long stride, so, but you're a fairly tall guy as well, so I'm not sure if that would give me enough of an advantage. Um, the, the, the races are all up in the air. I don't know how fast or slow you are running. I can tell you, I would... Pr just, just guessing. I think I could probably take you in the hundred meters, four hundred meters. That sounds like roughly three hundred more readers, meters than I want to run. Right, right. I, so I, I might, might just have concede a concede that one. <laughs> I might have slightly better cardio than cardio than you, but uh, just because of you know, all the yoga stuff. Um, and I know you don't normally fuck with that shit. But if I, it's but not not like enough to be a huge advantage or anything like that. So I, I don't I can know. tell you one event that is an absolute just slam dunk that I have easy is the shot put. Yeah, I would assume so. You're you're substantially stronger than I am, uh, and I've I don't know if you ever did that or not, but I've never tried the shot put, so I don't don't know what the correct technique or anything like that is. Yeah, I, I threw shot in high school. Um, I I don't even know if I would want to see you try to throw shot. You <laughs> might hurt yourself. <laughs> I basically think about like a small, like 16 pound cannonball that you have to throw as far as you can. Yeah. That wouldn't work out too well. Um, javelin. I don't think I do well, too well with that. I've never been good at throwing stuff. So, yeah, so you would win day two. Day two is 110 meter hurdles, discus mm -hmm. throw pole vault, which we wouldn't do. We'd have to figure something else than that. Cause like, we don't have equipment and pads and shit like that. Right. Right. Uh, javelin throw and 1500 meters. Um, I think we should probably cancel that one too. Cause running 1500 <laughs> meters sounds just terrible. That's not really super far. That's what, like a half mile or something. Hold on. 1500. No, uh, it's about it, a mile. Isn't no. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually, I think, uh, I think it's just under a mile. Cause isn't the 400 is once around a track, right? And it's I four laps so. around a track for a mile. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So probably about a mile. That sounds right. Uh, a meter is basically three feet and, and uh, fucking a mile is 5,000 something feet. So I can't remember the exact yeah, numbers. Like 2.54, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, the running stuff would be, would be an actual competition. I wouldn't be able to compete with you on any of the throwing stuff. So I think, and this this was my answer in the thread. I think if we have an OG get together, I think we need to uh, maybe raise some money for charity or something like that, and do a goddamn decathlon. Obviously, some <laughs> of the things we'd have to figure out something else to like, you know, substitute in because I don't think we would have the facilities to do like the high jump or a pole vault. Right. <laughs> I think most of the other things we could probably go ahead and do. Right. Basically, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, you know, if we ever do get a big old OG get together, uh, shit, we could op- we could open it up to anyone who wants to compete. Just call it the the OG decathlon. It'd be a fun time. Did I lose you, sir? Uh oh. Talk to me, Dalton. No, you got to be there. Don't be gone. Lighting up. We're having such app. a good show. Yeah, are you on mute or something? Oh, well, I guess I'll talk for a little bit. Yeah, that would be kind of fun. It'd be kind of fun to have an OG uh, get-together in general. Uh, I've always wanted to do that. I've always said if I struck it rich, one of the things I was going to do was throw a big-ass party for uh, the uh, the OG and have as many people get together as, as possible. All right, I think we're back. Are we back? You are back, sir. Yes, sir. So that was weird. Like I could still see like the thing lighting up and like, it seemed like everything was working fine. And then all of a sudden Podbean said, Hey, go fuck your mother. <laughs> Podbean's a dick. Yeah. It should have had much more tact. Yeah. Have at least taken her out for a nice fucking, you know, fish dinner prior to. Yeah, exactly. Nice fish dinner. <laughs> But regardless, uh, so yes, if we're going to talk about this diathlon, I think we'd have to, you know, sub out a couple events. So instead of like the high jump, we could have like arm wrestling. Hey, instead that's of, not fair. You know, like the pole, that's vault, not fair. pole vault, we could have like a deadlift competition. Oh, okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, you're trying to load this event in your favor. Um, I'm a, and if, if, if you get to add a couple, I get to add a couple. Okay. One of the events is going to be a fucking thumb war. Oh, you're fucked. Oh, you think I'm fucked? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't know about my thumbs, sir. I am the master at thumb war. My, my, my thumbs have extra joints and can move in different directions. You'll have no clue what the fuck's coming at you, sir. Well, I think the one problem with thumb war and this was the thing that never really worked with people. So I have that recessive uh, gene where like the, the top knuckle bends all the way back. Right. So like, it's hard to really get any traction on that thing. Uh, well, yeah, well, mine, mine actually does the same thing too. My, the top knuckle of my thumb go, goes, uh, like 90 degrees backwards. Um, plus the, plus the other joints are, um, pretty limber as well. I used to have all kinds of gross party tricks involving my thumbs and fingers. Yeah. You know, just popping them out of the joint, just doing different flexibility things for it. I was a blast at parties. <laughs> I, yeah, I so wonder why I didn't get laid. I'm just the asshole that grabs your hand as hard as I possibly can. And then you end up just giving up because it feels like, you know, your pinky's about to be broken. <laughs> you're a cheater is what you're saying. Okay. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. But I was telling while you're gone, I was saying it'd be great if I ever, you know, struck it rich to have a big old OG party, you know, and have anyone who wants to show up. Or maybe even pay airfare or if I like win a hundred million dollar lotto or some shit like that, just have a big old OG party. And during that, we could have the OG decathlon and have all kinds of weird fucked up OG events. 
Yeah, so let's let's make this like still be in reality. We're we're definitely sometime in 2021 when the world you know opens back up. We are doing an OG meetup. More than likely, it'll be in Vegas. So we need to find like a track somewhere in Vegas. <laughs> so we'll all leave off from drinking and, and partying at the casinos, or go over to the track, uh, have the event, and then go back to our uh, wicked ways. Goddamn right. You know we're going to start drinking immediately after the decathlon because fuck all that exercise. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably need some myself uh, to overcome the trauma. Yeah, you'll be uh yeah, you'll be sauced to hell. Somebody'll have to carry you back to your hotel. Yeah, I don't know if uh, if if those steroid treatments, uh, I mean testosterone treatments work out, you might need two people to carry me back to their room cuz I'll be all big and swolled up by then. Oh yeah, you'll be a whopping 190 pounds. <laughs> I would hope that a uh, full more than a full year from now, because it'd be next year at some point, uh, I would have gained some weight. Although it was disappointing to find out when I weighed myself today that uh, um, I don't I didn't gain any weight last week. Uh, over the course of the week, I might have actually lost a little. So I'm still hanging out like in the two, you know, one eighty five, one eighty six range. I was really hoping for. I was bummed out because it was the first time I stood on it, it said one eighty eight. I'm like, fuck yeah. But it turns out it was wrong. And every time I stood on it after that, it, it still gave me like 185.8 or some shit like that. Yeah, so, that's a signal know. that you got to start eating more again. Yeah. More MCT oil, more peanut butter, more yeah. stuff. Yeah, more stuff. So, but, you know, uh, um, I did add a second uh, one of those no cow bars uh, to, to my snacks. I have one in the morning and one in the afternoon to, in between meals. So, and those are like 200 calories each. So that's pretty helpful. I don't want to overdo it on them, but they don't really don't really have bad stats at all. Um, obviously it's not real food, but it, like in between breakfast and lunch and in between lunch and dinner, I like to have one just to, uh, you know, put some extra calories in me. So what you do then is you keep a jar of peanut butter with you and you take like a tablespoon and spread it across that bar. And there mm -hmm. you go. And you basically just like double the calories of the bars. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Uh, be messy. I mean, I, I do this at my work, so it's got to be something that. Uh, but I suppose I could set it behind something where no one can see it and reach over and take a bite from it every once in a while. But yeah, it's the only it problem. Be, peanut it butter be is that not... messy. It's just putting some peanut butter on top of it and then eating it right, as you right. ate it before. Right. Well, the, well, the big issue would be the fact that you know I do answer phones for a living, so at any point I might have to pick up the phone and talk. So you so I, I look pretty stupid when I'm eating at my desk because I take a really tiny bite, stuff that I can like chew once or twice and and swallow in case because I can't have a big mouthful of food and uh you know and try to answer the phone going it wouldn't be a good look. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can figure it out, Jay. It's not it's not that Sly, difficult to eat peanut butter. Yeah, no, I'll figure it out. Uh, Sly wanted to know if I still eat oatmeal, uh, like in that one uh, video I made. No, I don't. Uh, I'm, I think it's not something I can have anymore. And I, uh, to be honest with you, I fucking burnt myself out on it. <laughs> I, I ate a ton of oatmeal over over a period of time because it was it was it's fairly healthy compared to a lot of other things. Um, and it was one of few things I enjoyed. Uh, but I think I ate too much of it. And now with the IBS, I I'd have to relook it up. But I, there's a good chance that I can't have it anyways. Yeah, that one's interesting. I've never been a big oatmeal person. It's just so fucking bland. Right. <laughs> uh, Homeboy88 says, who's the guy with the deep voice and what's, who's the other girl that sounds like a robot? <laughs> uh, I'm Passive J. I'm assuming you're talking about me for the uh, girl that sounds like a robot. <laughs> 
absolutely has to be. Couldn't be the yeah. other way around. Not ever. <laughs> what well, sure. actually just depends on his connection, right? Like he may end up hearing you worse than you actually are or me worse than I actually am. Because what well, they have learned about Podbean is it is not the best as far as capturing actual audio. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's a live platform, so you get what you get. But I like it for the fact that we have live callers that we can call in and, and a live audience. It makes it more fun for me. Uh, uh, if we were if we were just going to do a pre-recorded podcast, we'd probably use a different service. But for our purposes, it's probably the best thing we can find. Yeah, I think going forward, I'll figure something out that will allow us to take live calls and probably just do like a live YouTube stream. Right. So I think it actually is, it works out a little bit better, but yeah, that won't be until I actually have time to sit down and figure all that shit out and actually get us like a number that people can call and be able to patch them in and all that stuff. So moral of the story, don't fucking hold your breath on me doing all that. <laughs> we're fine how we are for now maybe in the, like in the future if we get big and famous and stuff we might have to find a, a platform that's uh, uh better suits us but we're perfectly fine here for now and charles definitely not watching the fights tonight um i'll probably go to bed relatively early jay obviously goes to bed the second this podcast goes off the air but <laughs> god damn yeah yeah there's the main event and then there is you know, 17 people I've never heard of. You you realize we're talking about the wrong fucking card, right? Which Did you card see the, are you talking to? Do you see the card that's also being on tonight? Fucking circus fights? Oh, God. The one that I think Kirik posted. The one that's like has two versus one Muay Thai yeah. fights. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fucking awesome? Is there like a stream for that? Like, don't tell me if you actually have to pay to watch it. Because if so, that's fucked. But I don't know. Like a free stream. I, I will totally check that shit out. Uh, dude, I assume there's two versus yeah. one Muay Thai fights. Oh, and a couple of the other fights are ridiculous too. Like, yo, know, big fat guy versus little guy sort of shit. You know, or like, or or like a, a gig- one of them's like a gigantic untrained person versus a small MMA fighter. Or just whatever, just crazy stuff. It's a uh, really freak show stuff. Yeah, like, uh, how did... Where is that taking place? Is that, like, uh, Asia? I would assume so, yeah. Uh, that, that's what I figure. They like their freak show fights. Right. And like, I know, it, it, I know it's definitely not in the U.S., because, like, somebody would be getting sued. Um, You know what? It looks like it might be free. Uh-huh. Uh, if you go to the uh, link that uh, uh, Kirk provided us... Uh, it's, it says that it's live on fightcircus.com. So if I went to fightcircus.com, it, you know, it just says that it's, uh, um, uh, oh, and be careful because it's a fucking, well, you don't care. You live alone, but it's a poor, it's a cam site, cam soda. So I believe it's free. And it's, so they're, you know, they just, you're just you, doing it to get traffic. Are you fucking with me? I am I not. A goddamn sir. cam whore site and decided to do freak show fights. That is correct, sir. That is <laughs> absolutely fucking priceless i yeah. you know what i give this the stamp of approval from big dalton everybody go to fightcircus.com support your favorite cam girl and watch some terrible fucking fights yeah i'm definitely gonna be looking forward to seeing the highlights of this one tomorrow and since it's a, a free thing it won't be hard to find them either like unlike the ufc where they have to you have to go looking for good clips this is 
this is so much better after hearing that it is presented by cam soda <laughs> it's, it's just like the cherry on the fucking cake of ridiculousness that is this fucking event um all i think need in this event is like between rounds instead of having ring car girls you have a superhuman jump off the top of the cage through a table filled with like cacti or whatever I'm actually disappointed that he's not involved in this. This is uh, certainly sounds like his sort of thing, doesn't it? Well, I think we're going to have to get involved here, Jay. Like, if there is a fight circus, too, we need to figure out who's putting this together. We need to get them on the show. And then we need to introduce them to what superhuman is. And then maybe we can get, you know, like a uh, an intermission between the, you know, the prelims and the main card next time. Yeah. Of him jumping, you know, through... Let's see, he's already done a microwave, maybe like an entire stove. <laughs> I don't think through will be as much as just on top of at that point. <laughs> Same difference. You know, he might make a dent. Maybe if there's like a glass top, oh, he Jesus. could, you know, sever an artery or something, and that's like, much wise. Like, like one, of those in, one of those induction stoves and shit, yeah. Hey, that is a moneymaker. So be sure to write this one down that we need to follow the evolution of Fight Circus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and anyways, I always like I like a good freak show. Uh, there's several two-on-one fights, which is hilarious. I have no clue how those are going to work out. Uh, both of those are like two untrained people versus uh, like a trained person. Um, to give you an idea, and I think uh, I think there's weight class differences, like you know, like two small guys versus one big guy. Uh, and I know that one of them is like a big normal dude versus a small MMA fighter. So it's like none of them are like regular matches. So uh, I can't see how it's going to be anything but awesome. Yeah, I mean, Fight Circus too. if they need someone, you know, it, I'll take on two untrained 95-pound men. There you go. Uh, or, if I, you know, tell them you'll, you'll uh, fight like four midgets. No, I respect midgets too much, and I and I want to buy one sometime. <laughs> I think there's a vetting process, yeah. So I think you're right in not wanting to fight them in that case. Yeah, and I mean it's a it's a limited community there. Like, what if I accidentally hurt one that like could have ended up being my butler? <laughs> oh man, that's so fucked up, dude. Could you imagine that someone actually wanting to hire midgets for their butlers specifically because they're midgets and they look cool in their little suits? But why not? Like it's it's providing a job. Yeah. A goddamn job creator, Jay. Job creator. Wow, man. You and you and the Amazon guy, right? Fuck yeah. Hmm. Sorry. About that. I need a drink of water. I'm also trying to prevent my dog from falling off my lap. This dog has no sense of self preservation at all. If I don't hold on to her, she'll slide off the side head first. Holy shit. I, so I was, I'm looking through Kirik's thread yeah. and I must have passed over this one before, but the one fight between Poe Shisakin and Nataret Prempita. Yeah. Bare knuckle MMA with headbutts. <laughs> so that's going to be an interesting fight, huh? Yeah, like that brings ground and pound back to like 1996. Right. I wonder why they. I wonder why they took headbutts out of it. Is or they're not more inherently dangerous than other strikes. 
Oh, fucking slamming your head into someone else's head? Yeah. Like, number one, like, cuts are a big fucking thing. And number two, what better way to concuss yourself than slamming your head into someone else's head and both your brains sloshing around inside hey, the fucking craniums? It's a risk-reward kind of move, you know? I mean, it's perfectly okay to slam other appendages into someone's brain, but you can't use your own brain? Yeah, no, no, that's just not how it works. <laughs> okay. You know, and stuff, other stuff like, you know, I always thought were silly, like, uh, no 12 to 6 elbows. Well, why the fuck not? <laughs> you know, well, it, it's, it just seems so arbitrary that they decided these certain things were too dangerous while there's other things that are equally dangerous that they're perfectly okay with. But the thing with 12 to 6 elbow anyway, like, who actually throws those? Because it literally is only 12 to 6. It has to be a perfectly perpendicular to the ground elbow. Like not that many people throw it anyway. Like every elbow you're really throwing, it's like it's hard to find a twelve to six. It has to be a ground and pound situation, obviously. Right, and like all you have to do to get around it is just to add a slight arc to it. Right, right. Start it off from the side and then <clears throat> then arc it down. Yeah. So that one, I always thought that one was silly. Uh, the no soccer kicks thing. Um, yeah, that's also seemed kind of silly to me because it's perfectly okay to kick them in any, in any of those spots when they're, you know, uh, standing up, but you can't kick them on the, when they're on the ground. Yeah, I think the only thing with the no soccer kicks, and it makes sense a little bit with the cage, is like you can get someone pinned up right up against that cage. And like that does end up becoming a very brutal fucking thing. So I can see like in the UFC where they are in a cage not to do soccer kicks, but removing knees on the ground to the head, yeah. that was just dumb. Those should come back. Yeah. Because otherwise, all it really does is it it enables wrestlers to take bad shots. Because if yeah. you dive in on a single, you can just lay there on the fucking single, and basically you're at a position that, like, if nobody can advance, all you end up doing is getting, you know, stood back up. Whereas if you have knees to the head on the ground, you dive and that person sprawls, like, they're going to knee the shit out of your fucking head like Heath Herring and Pride. Yeah, and, and it's, it bums me out that they don't allow those. One of my very first MMA fights I ever watched before I, I even got into the UFC and the Ultimate Fighter and all that stuff uh, was on YouTube, and it was a video of, like, one guy that got, got someone else down and got him into a crucifix position and just started raining fucking knees to the side of his head. You know, while while having them all uh, locked up in the crucifix position, so he couldn't defend or do shit. You know, and it ended the fight very quickly. And I was like, "Holy fuck, dude!" Uh, you know, that was are, fucking brutal. Are you brutal. sure you're not thinking about elbows and no, Gary Goodrich? No, no, no. Specifically, not. I don't know who this was. Uh, because uh, I because I, I remember that one as well because that was pretty impressive. Uh, this is like uh, not that type of uh, like I kind of like. Uh, Kind of like being in the north south, no, not north south, like side control, but they managed to like creep over and and pin down like uh, uh, they're pinning down like his uh, the opponents on his back, the guy on top's pinning down one of his arms with his two arms, and he's pinning down his other arm with one of his knees, leaving a free knee to knee him in the fucking head over and over again. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Well, you've never seen that before. Uh, it's a uh, and I've seen it a couple times in different fights. Well, the, the you know the crucifix position you can use. Uh, obviously, you can use it to throw punches. Uh, that's one of uh, Rory Nelson's favorite things. But 
you could also position yourself differently where you've got one of his arms pinned down with just one of your legs, like a, like a knee on, on the crease of the elbow or something, so he can't get it uh, out from under it. And then you're holding down one of his other arm with both your hands, so you're stretched forward, which leaves your knee free to swing back and forth to get hit the guy in the head with. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that. I've seen like the classic crucifix where, and again, like the the one that everybody remembers of that is the crucifix where Gary Goodridge just elbowed that guy into fucking oblivion. Didn't he have like a reverse crucifix though? Like where where he had. Uh, where he was behind the dude and stretched him out, like holding on with his legs and, you know, and shit like that. I'd have to think about it again. The position I'm talking about is basically just a variation of side control where you're lighting over sideways, but then you just kind of scooch up a little bit so that you're over his chest uh, and, you know, where you can reach out and grab his hands with one side. So you're still lying down, face down, yeah, basically. I, yeah. Yeah. I get the position you're talking <laughs> about. And yes, it is a different position than Goodrich had, but. Yeah, like I've never seen anybody throw a bunch of knees to the head from top crucifix position. I, I couldn't even tell you what I couldn't even tell you what uh, division, what organization even happened in. But I saw it at least once, and it made a really big impression on me. So, uh, so you're saying it's probably really anime, good. Jay? No, no, Israel. So, so you don't think that'd be an effective position to use it, anyways? I mean, it's physically possible. Obviously, I mean, I, I did, I did see it. So. I mean, if you could get someone in that position, sure. Yeah. Like, I, again, you need to find that video and you need to post it because I cannot figure what the heck you're talking about. And I've seen a lot of fights. Homelander also can't figure out what you're talking about. And he has a fucking Rain Man memory. Right, right. And it obviously wasn't UFC because they didn't allow that sort of shit. Um, But yeah, I'll, I'll go looking for it. However, that yeah. will be a posted on a different day because it looks like we're about at the end of our show. Um, that being the case, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. I appreciate you guys. Can't do the show without you. I want to thank Big Dalton for finally fucking showing up. Uh, turns out I can do the show without you. I just don't like d- fucking doing it. <laughs> you got anything yeah, to freak no, it out of here, sir? I had to do that, too, when you were on vacation. Yeah, it's no um, fun, yeah, is a it? Co- <laughs> a couple things. It really wasn't that bad. I mean, I, I can talk for an hour. Um... <laughs> Either way, yeah, one quick thing. Um, Homelander, if you're still there, how many toothpicks are on the floor? Let us know. Ruthie, it, no, it's not five. It's definitely, definitely not five. Definitely <laughs> not five. Um, otherwise, the only other thing I can think of while everybody enjoys the fucking freak fights starting at 10 p.m. Eastern, fight, what the fuck was the site again? Camsoda.com presented by Camsoda. See some naked chicks with track marks and horrible life decisions and probably no soul do terrible things for fucking tokens. And also watch two on one Muay Thai. Yeah. Have a great <laughs> night, everyone, and fuck all y'all. You guys have a great night. We'll see everyone tomorrow at 6. Bye-bye. Screw you, hippie!